the podcast where we don't take ourselves and life too seriously. We are the chats of the chains. <laughs> Wanna bring me the ting ding ting. Introduce yourself to uh, the people. Uh, good to be here. My name is Thompson. Chip's uh, friend, student at uh, University of Manitoba. Yeah. So before we start, I'd just like to ask you how you are today, mental health wise. Uh, yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Like to see that I'm good. Uh, life's just, you know, life's a big roller coaster, but you have your ups and downs, so I guess I'm. Pretty much of an opera now. Yeah. You're doing good? Yeah, pretty much. That's good. Um, so are there any hobbies that you're doing? New hobbies that are making you happy these days or oh, new hobbies? Yeah. I anything old? I'm pretty much the same person. Mm-hmm. I have a few friends, talk to them, uh play games a lot, sleep a lot. Not what mm-hmm. you see but sleep a lot. <laughs> okay. And yeah, you just Okay. Okay. So before we start, I just have like an "Am I the asshole?" situation. What do you mean? Um, like it's like a situation. So it's like, "Am I the asshole?" So I read you the scenario, okay. and then we're going to talk about whether the person is an asshole or not. Okay. 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 So um, so I got this from Reddit. Okay. So the scenario is. So am I the oh okay so am I the asshole for telling my best friend his girlfriend is disgusting? Okay, so, disgusting as well. Dis- wait, let me read. Okay, so that's the question. Am I the asshole? Right. So after the scenario, we're gonna decide whether she's right. the person is the asshole. So I am a twenty-two-year-old girl. Have been friends with a boy twenty-two-year-old as well since high school, and recently, and he recently moved in with his twenty-two-year-old girlfriend Lucy, right? right? So, he had a housewarming party on Friday, and Lucy spent most of the night dancing with her own friends who are very much like her. Excitable, extroverted, that type of thing. And dragging Danny away from his conversation with us, his friends, to dance, even though he's more like us, introverted and not a party animal, basically. So, later, Danny was quiet, so I asked if he was okay, and he said he's just tired, because he just kept watching Lucy dancing, and then said something in her ear. And the next time she came over and just took her head and laughed at him. I mean, just shook her head and laughed at him and went back to her friends. And I asked if it was bothering him how she was behaving. And he asked, he asked me to explain. I mentioned that he's an, that he did attention-seeking dancing and the fact that she was wearing something really revealing, even though other guys were at this party. Danny said it didn't bother him, Right. Then sat with a moody face. Like, okay, what I said really affected me, you know what I'm saying? So at the end of the night, Lucy sat down with us and started chatting nonstop about how amazing the party had been. I pointed out to, uh, out, uh, jokingly, that Danny obviously wasn't enjoying himself since he looked miserable. And Danny told her I was worried he was jealous because of her outfit. Lucy ruffled his hair and said, what? Um, said, um, he was quiet because he loved her outfit so much he couldn't wait for us to leave so he could drag her into the bed. What? Okay. <laughs> Mind you, I haven't read this as well. <laughs> so I thought that this was completely inappropriate and said to Danny that in case he'd I'd leave, if she was just going to be disgusting, well, Lucy just laughed at me. So I did leave. Okay. So today, Danny messaged me saying Lucy wants an apology before I'm allowed back into that home. 
But when I asked if Lucy would, would apologize to me for making me uncomfortable, he said, no, she doesn't have anything to be sorry about. And I was genuinely only worried about my friend, but I admit I could have been, I mean, I could have just left without calling her disgusting. So am I the asshole? Basically, she's asking if she's an asshole for... Overstepping. Overstepping by saying that her outfit is revealing. Yeah, the girlfriend's outfit. Dancing in the wrong way at a party. Yeah. That's why she's asking if she's an asshole. Yeah. I think uh, this is one thing I kind of have with... It happens to guys mostly. Yeah. Whenever you can tell that just from... The story, mm. the girl seems to have a hold on the guy. Yeah. Which is why I try to explain to people. So basically, because of that, it's not aligning to see things as clarity shit. I get it, maybe the words disgusting can throw you off because of course that is your girl, maybe. Yeah. But then what she's trying to just say basically is like if she's your girl, she shouldn't be doing this this mm. type of stuff. And then, for some reason, because of how much she cares about you and your feelings, it seems to offend her more than it does you yeah. because you're so warped up. You don't want to make your girl feel angry or whatever. So I won't say she's an asshole now. She could have probably used a better word, yeah. if, especially if she claimed she was joking. Yeah. But she's not the asshole now. She's not. Okay, so before we even continue like um, talking about this, so we have an ETA. I don't know what ETA means. What does ETA mean? Like, how to do that? ETA, guys, if you know what it means, but it's like, okay. So, to clarify, I didn't say the comment about her clothes directly to Lucy. I asked Danny once then, and, and then never mentioned it again. And then I asked him because I know um, in in the past, he's, he said anything overly sexual makes him uncomfortable. So, he's not the kind of guy who makes in the windows or anything. So, also, I'm, I'm in no way jealous of Lucy. She's the opposite of how I would want to be. <laughs> and, but the spark wasn't there. And I was uncomfortable because we tried being intimate. And we both are, oh my days. So they did, like, the friend and Danny have tried to do something. But it didn't work out. Apparently the spark wasn't there. That's a bit of a different dimension to things. Right? Yeah. I feel like, okay, but I do get what you're saying that to an extent, she was an asshole. She was, but she was, it's, maybe yeah. it's just, it came out as offensive. Yeah, it was offensive. I feel like even saying it to the girlfriend, mm. I feel like that's where maybe the relationship, friendships with boys and girls, and then when your friend who's a boy gets a girlfriend, it starts becoming warped. Have you ever heard girls saying that, I'll never date a guy who has a girl best friend? Yeah. Yeah, so I think maybe because this is the reason why, and I feel like she did overstep her bounds a little bit. Because if he's not complaining, and you're going to him to complain for him. Yeah, I get it. But like, in the end, she's just looking out for him. I guess she just maybe just used a couple of words that were too excessive. But she, in the end, she's just trying to look out for him. Yeah. She could have gone about it better. Definitely. Yeah. You could, the motive was to look out for her best friend, didn't it? So I wouldn't say she's an asshole for that. She's not an asshole. I think she is an asshole, actually. Why? Because, yeah, basically you just overstepped your bounds. Have you ever heard of, I, I always believe that, like, when my friends are in a relationship, 
and they haven't complained anything about me. It's not my place to put input. You see, it's not ne- it's not your place to put input necessarily, but as somebody who cares about that person, mm. it would be wrong for me to just sit back. Like, for, if one of my friends had a girlfriend, for example, yeah, and I see her going out every day, and maybe once or twice she told him he was going out. The other time she lied. Ah. And it should be like that. Even though it's not my place to say, maybe. Because you look I'm, It would be wrong of me to not go to him once and be like, I'm not going to lie. I saw your girl doing this and this. If you ask him, did she tell you blah, blah, blah. Just let him know. I'm not necessarily saying she's cheating or whatever or she's doing rubbish. I'm just going to let you know. Because as your friend, I want you to prepare for the worst mm-hmm. so i might as well just do that i can't just sit back and especially if he finds out because then what if he finds out and then somehow you'd be like oh yeah i knew it but i didn't want to say anything it can go the wrong it's way it's also the wrong way true 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 yeah all right and i feel like okay i feel like maybe the perspective that you're even coming from is like innocent as well this is an example, like, let's say, she feels it. Maybe platonic friendship, right? And, and I feel like this, if she believes that they're only friends, I feel like, okay, maybe that's not what's giving her bounds. But it yeah, seems sometimes like... Sometimes it could be a case There's more. There's a bit more emotions. Yeah, coming from that, you know? Friendship. But in the end, it's... She's not doing it for some... As much as she is doing it out of emotion, and maybe some higher emotion more than just friendship, mm. she isn't wrong. Like... As his girlfriend, you shouldn't be doing that. She shouldn't dress revealing and dance at a party. Dance, uh, it's one thing to dance. It depends on what you do. How she was you dancing. See, how she's dancing, the way she's just coming back for a second. Going, coming back, going. And you mentioned that the friends there were guys that she's dancing with. Oh. Exactly. But not, it wasn't mentioned that the friends good were look. guys. It's not a good look, I'm not going to say. But, like, okay, it's not necessarily a good look. I, I would, like, if it was my, I wouldn't. You didn't, you didn't fuck with it, no. and you'd appreciate it if your friend did that and told I would. you. Yeah, I don't yeah, I get you. Okay, so okay, let's move on to the topics, to the topic that we want to speak about today, right? Yes. Okay. So I told you to write a list of things that you've learned yeah. in your years. My years of life. Yeah. Yeah, in your years of life. So yeah. um, and I say like things that have made you love yourself more. So I don't know what that is. So I'd like you to read um, to to read all the, all the things that you wrote, and we're not gonna discuss about everything, but like, yeah. So first of all, just read just read everything that you wrote down or um, came up with. Obviously, been love twenty years, mm-hmm. so just twenty things. Uh, take God seriously. Know how slash when not to give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Be humble and proud at the same time who you are. Keep a really close eye on who you roll with. Be as real as you possibly can. Don't take life too seriously. If you fall, think first before standing up. No one's in charge of your happiness except you. Your biggest enemy at times is yourself. Life is too short and it's not going to wait for you. Try to make peace with your past so it doesn't screw up your present. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. What people think about you should never be your concern. Uh, Anger isn't worth it. You're not always right. It's okay to be afraid. It's not good to stay afraid. 
the most important thing is that you loved. Communication goes a long way. Be willing to listen and learn. And if people hate you, just know you're doing a good thing. Okay. Damn, okay. And um, for me, what I wrote down is my 23 things are... I feel like some of them are so similar to what you wrote, which is crazy. Yeah. I have, it's not always about you. Yeah. It's them, not you. And that's okay. Yeah. Surround yourself with intentional people. So the phrase, that's how I am, doesn't cut it. Find hobbies that you like. Know your needs to live a romantic life. Like, um, things that make you happy, basically. Life can be enjoyed within your means. Don't be a thief of joy, financially and time-wise. So, um, everyone needs love and community. Hyper-independence is hurting us. Bad mental health will ruin everything. Looks don't mean shit. <laughs> love yourself where you are. Um, live, love yourself where you are. Love can find you at any stage of your life. You don't have to change to be loved. Always be open to love, basically. Dressing for the male gaze is hurt, is setting you back. Feminine energy is a myth. Soft life is just a myth as well. Sometimes it's just sex. <laughs> Ghosting is necessary. Yeah, some people are not gonna like this mm. one. Closure is an excuse to go back to bullshit. The internet is not a real place. University is expensive bullshit too. <laughs> Health is wealth for real. Watch who you take advice from and the role they have in your life. We are too old to change each other. People act the way they want to act and they'll believe what they want to act, uh, what they want to believe. Mind your business. And finally, most things are not that serious. And takes all us in that. Yeah. So, okay. So I told you to think about the five that you find very interesting from your list. Yeah. That you really want to talk about. Yeah, I think there's a very kind of obvious five. Because there's five and then there's one for the boys specifically. So, tell us the one that's for the boys. We want to hear it. The one that's for the boys is basically the most important thing that you loved. I think boys take, Mm. tend to take love very seriously. And I don't blame them. It's a very very serious super emotion. I don't blame them. Heartbreak is a real thing. And, you know, it kind of rubs people the wrong way, especially in this generation. I think... The common instinct for most boys, especially guys who are like my age or around my age, I think sometimes when a girl just breaks your heart, it's almost like a subconscious to that pain that you're feeling. It's almost like a subconscious to get revenge. Yeah. And so, either consciously or unconsciously, they're doing it to someone else. And they just become immune to love. They become immune to that pain it helps them heal with heal their pain mm-hmm. at the same time they're causing pain to someone else mm-hmm. and at the same time they're just becoming more immune and immune to love and before you know it they'll never really understand what that is there's many ways to be mean but that's like the most common way right now yeah so so it's basically i think i get what she may have done to you and don't get me wrong yeah i'm not justifying anything that she's done to you or she's doing to you if you're hearing this but all i'm saying is that 
Hardy, that Hardy, he was that good Hardy against Stone Cold. Sure. As tempting as it may be to, I know how bad it is. I know what you want to do. I get it. I, I honestly understand. Mm-hmm. I've had somehow, somewhere, I know I've had many chances <laughs> to do a bit of bullshit, but yeah. just, just try. It's hard. I, I won't blame you because she might done things don't get me wrong i know how women can be mm-hmm. she might have done things very very cynical but just try it's just something that it'll help you once you realize how women work once you get through the heartbreak and you realize how things work with mm-hmm. women it'll help you it's, it's okay yeah which is i like that that you say that that it's okay like heart um heartbreak happens you know and don't make it like stop you from loving basically right it's tense we're just trying yeah. but can i ask a question why is it that um guys react like why is it that guys react that way when they get heartbroken people don't take pain the same way yeah like it's one thing something that affects you some way can't affect another person the same way, way yeah. like someone there's someone out there you could kill my dad in front of me right now mm. I could cry and possibly, possibly find a way to kill you. Or if I find a way to, I find a way to kill so many people that you love. It might not be one, it might be two, it might be three, it might be four. Yeah. That's just how much pain I feel and how I'm trying to heal myself. Heal myself. From that pain. Or there's someone who could just cry and be okay. Mm-hmm. Sees that person. That's two different ways of taking pain. Some people. Go through heartbreak, they try again. Other people don't. Some people don't, especially in the way that your heart can get broken. You can mm-hmm. get cheated on, you can just get played around, you can get tossed around. Yeah. There's many things that could happen to you. There's many scenarios you could be in that could alter how your mind thinks. Okay. So that's really it. And okay. This is for the boys. I like that's it. Fine. I like it. And uh, why do you believe that um a, lo- a lot of boys react like that? What is it? What what made you say that? Okay, nah, time is like I mean, this is it, guys. We need to love. Like, be willing, be open. It's, I don't say you need to, because me personally, I'm I'm I sound like a hypocrite now. I'm at that point where me personally, love is. I find it very hard to come by. Mm. to me. When I say this is for the boys, I know most people right now are probably in this state that I'm talking about. Mm. This is for those guys. There's some. There's someone I know. There's probably someone who's in the hall right now, or is a few steps back from becoming me. This way, yeah. from going to where I am. This is just to try and hold you back because there's no need to do that. You might just end up like me. Where it just becomes hard to, to come by love. Hard to come by. Even if you, it gets to a point where even if you start to feel that you're acting some kind of way, you just completely shut off. I know you might have shut down a good thing for yourself. It might necessarily be love by somebody you need down the line. Mm-hmm. You just never know. That's okay. That's valid. So, this is also coming from personal experience yeah. from you. And you feel like you've really missed out on good things because of the way you were, um, where you were at. And you're trying to come out with of the girls that I've encountered across my life, <laughs> I'd say 
Okay. I said most of them were not good things that I missed out. Yeah. Okay. But there's possibility that some Somewhere. of them, some of them probably were, okay. and I don't regret it. But there's nothing I can do about it. Okay. Okay. So tell us your five points from the things that you've learned that you'd really like to talk about today, or that when you're writing, you're like, yeah, this is the one. I think that everyone I... hears these most of the time. Yeah. So, uh, first one is know how or when and slash when not to give a fuck. Okay. Next one is be as real as you possibly can. Third one is no one's in charge of your happiness except you. Uh, next one is communication goes a long way. And if people hate you, you're doing good. Okay, so know when and how not to give a fuck, first of all. It's a very common thing. It's very easy. I think most people now seem to understand this. Mm. I think there's just some things that are just not your concern. It's not really not. It's, it shouldn't really be bothering you. It shouldn't be on your mind. It shouldn't get to you. I think people just tend to take things to tend to take things more seriously than they should yeah. and it's not that deep not everything deserves to not everything deserves to get to you not everything should be getting to you and some people are just not like that every 9 out of 10 situations really gets to them what they really should be doing that's and true yeah like the moment you learn not to give a fuck about some things people's opinions things change uh, how this person sees this and how you see that and how you're not agreeing and how it pisses you off you're not agreeing things will change there's no point in caring just go your own way you have what you believe and stick by that just roll like that it's not that deep really so um what type of events made you realize that ash it's not that deep like what is it in is it like in your friendships or whatever or something you're experiencing in life or it's a bunch of everything really yeah like well i just talk about for the heartbreak situation or mm-hmm. the friendships as well i've been through you know i've been through a couple of things a couple of stints in my life where i've wasted so much of my life caring and it's hurt me more and more like with the uh heartbreak situation for example i just she had left me but i couldn't take it well yeah. I couldn't just didn't know how to take it well. And then it almost got to a point where I just cared too much. Like I'd see her uh, in my head I'm like what's she doing now? Or, you know, how is she taking this, is she taking this as bad as I'm taking this? Mm-hmm. Or uh, you know, like when she got a new boyfriend for example. Like it really kept in mind and at some point when you just learn not to take care. It just opens up new doors that you don't know that. Like, you just become open to way more things. You just find things that are just better for you. You get to put wasted time into time to being productive and doing something else and doing something reasonable with your life rather than just being stuck on that thing. thing. Hmm? No, I'm saying just rather than just being stuck on that one thing that yeah. happened. Yeah. So, just friendships as well take things way too, way too seriously. You might as well just 
Okay, so you said be real as possible. Um, it's a common thing in this world to pick sides, pick groups and factions, to switch up or change up when things aren't going your way. Mm-hmm. And I find that very... I hate that. There's nothing more that I think I hate more than fakeness. Like, just imagine being, you know, with some people that you called friends. Like, I'll give you an example. Imagine you're in a friend group mm-hmm. and uh, let's say there's a couple guys, a couple girls in the friend group or whatever. One of the girls has an argument with the guy. You're supposed to be all friends, by the way. Mm-hmm. Girls has an argument with the guy and then for some reason, I know it's it's very common. The other girls just don't want to talk to this guy anymore. I don't really get it. You'd rather have people. I'd rather just exactly, and even with just your normal happenings now. Yeah. Like I can't see someone doing wrong, even if it's my friend or doing something I don't think that's right, and they probably know it's not right, mm-hmm. really. I then tell them, "No, you're okay, you're okay." I'm gonna tell you it's not right. I'm not gonna like if I have a guy who's messing around. I'm gonna tell you it's not right. Even though you think it's, I don't know if you're enjoying it. Or <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, bro. It's not right. It's. Yeah. I'm not gonna make the decision for you. I'm just gonna tell you because that's why I believe in, and I know you know yeah. that you shouldn't be doing stuff like this. So I'm never gonna switch. I'm never gonna change just to get. A better man myself. You and I don't see eye to eye. You and I don't see. So I have a question about um, what you just said about in terms of being real. You say you want people that switch up, mm-hmm. and you have to be upfront with your friends and the people that you associate with. Because right? most people who tend to be fake that you know is the people that are close to. You. Yeah, that's true. Because that's the only way you can say someone is fake if you if they're close to you. So I have one question: Is so, what if I'm evolving, like changing into a different person? Like, you know how people, like, let's say, you know how you, you go through some, something and then you change or switch up mentally. Maybe your thoughts have changed. Do you, would you call that as fake? If maybe mm. I'm evolving as a person, maybe I'm not the same person I was. No. When I say fake, what I mean by fake is there's very common beliefs or very, like, something that, very common understanding that the person might have shared might share or might have. Mm. If you are going against that common understanding that I thought you had, okay, just to get some sort of betterment for yourself or for someone else, mm. that's why I consider it fake. So if you're changing, mm. like if you're just evolving, evolving as, a as a person, you can tell. You can tell if someone is getting better as a person if that thing they're doing is actually helping them. Or if they're just doing it just so, just for the fun of it. Okay. You can just tell this type of things. Okay. And also, the other question I have is being straightforward, right? So, do you believe in timing? Timing. Okay, so for example, like, you know, it's, you know, friends, it's okay to have good friends who advise you, tell your friend, like, what you're doing is wrong. Yeah. But do you believe in timing? Like, you know, have you ever heard of saying that, saying the correct thing at the wrong time? Do you believe in that? Oh, yeah. So you could tell me at any time, oh, even if I'm at a state where I cannot hear it properly. One thing, sometimes 
I've, I've known people might deem me the wrong time, mm. but sometimes the person just actually needs to hear it at that time. At that time? At that exact time. You might think it's a wrong time, but the person just needs to hear it at that time. So you don't believe the wrong time? That's one thing I try to pass across to everybody around me. I know, me personally, I know I'm a furry. I'm, I'm an idiot. I do a lot of stupid things. Mm. And I know you might catch me, I don't know, I might say I'm not feeling well, blah, blah, blah. If I'm doing something wrong, I need to know as quickly as possible. The longer you keep it away from me, the worse I become. Okay. So it's better to curb me now than to curb me later on. I might have pushed my mind away from that thing later on. So now what you want me to regress or to change might be easier for me now than it would be then. Mm. And it might take longer. So I don't believe there's something such as that, no. Okay. Okay. So, communication goes a long way. I think that's pretty straightforward. It's very straightforward. It's pretty straightforward. I but I... A lot of people don't... They don't talk about the, things. Like, talking about things and just... And a lot of misunderstandings. Misunderstandings can just really help you. It's not that... It's... You just have to talk. Yeah. There's a lot of things that... A lot of thoughts you may have, a lot of things that may be clashing out in your mind, especially when it comes to your relationships and whatnot, be your friends, be your family, mm. or whatever. Just, you just need to talk, talk about, about it. it. You don't need to... Don't avoid conflict. Don't avoid it. You don't have to fight. Okay. Just talk, talk about, about it. it. Okay, so the thing about talking about it, so what if you have had like a productive conversation and then you've... you've, you've You've come to the realization that ah, okay, maybe the relationship is done. Has that ever happened to you? Yes. And then you're like, ah, okay, even after having a conversation, realize that that's what you walk away. Okay. Okay. That's what you walk away. So the other one is no one is in charge of your happiness except you. Yeah. I wish I'd realized this soon. A lot of things I've seen now, I'm saying it almost like a form of hypocrite because I'm still a work in progress. I'm very huge work in progress. I have a long way to go. But I'm saying these things as I'm realizing them because I know there's either people like me or coming to become like me. Mm. Um, In reality, there's a lot of things that can make you feel every other sort of emotion starts happening. Be sadness, be anger. Every day. Every day. Mm. Every day is a struggle. (laughs) (laughs) True. At the same time, there's things you know that you like doing or just, you know. For me, when I really started to realize that, I don't want to. I don't know if I should be saying this because she'll kill me. But, um, <laughs> Roya, who you know, <laughs> those two are, uh, they're my real, real friends, real closest friends right now. Yeah. And those two, I will never say this in the face, but. There's just, there's, I, I live a very struggling life. I, you know, I go through a lot of, my mind is always, and I say that every day. Mm. But when I'm with those two, everything just switches up. Clears. Yeah. Like, my happiest moments are when I've been around those two. Yeah. So it's being around them and just spending time with them is where I know that, yeah, I can just be. Like I can be Happy. me without having to think about nothing. 
stress myself. I don't have to worry myself. And I just be me. People have hobbies. You might like reading. <laughs> me, I like gaming with the boys. Yeah. If I'm feeling down, I just call the boys up. Hey, let's, let's go do something. Bro. Yeah. It's just one of those things where I get, there's a lot of things that can get you down, for sure. Mm. Life is full of tragedies. And tragedies are not going to stop. As long as you keep going, there's always going to be a block to try and hold you back. But you might as well just find a way around it. You don't have to break it. You might as well just find a way to go around it. Mm. And I think just doing the little, little things, whether it's going out, whether you like just watching the sunset. I know people like watching the sunset for some reason. Just go do that. Let's go do that. <laughs> Say for some reason. I don't know why, but it's just one of the things I never understand. But yeah. Hey, never <laughs> don't judge other what, people's no, Whatever makes you happy. Do it. Okay. Okay. But, um, okay. So I have a question about this. Because as much as I believe that nobody is happy, I mean, nobody's in charge of your happiness. Hmm. Do you believe that there's some things that just happen in your life that they, no matter how much you're trying, it's just not working out. The happiness is just not coming. Have you ever gone through that? Would you believe like sometimes life is like that? I know there's, in my head, there's the last time I ever felt like I couldn't can't get past this was when I went through heartbreak when I got my heartbreak that's the last time I ever felt like yeah I can't get past this because I would I can't count the amount of times I haven't cried in about two three years now it might sound sad that is scary it's scary why haven't you it's scary trust me <laughs> the last time I ever did was when the day I got my heartbreak uh. so for me it's just a case of I wouldn't in my head, I couldn't imagine myself the way I am now. Uh, the way I talk, the way I act around people. I just stay in my room, be sad, be still. My parents would always know what's wrong. I think you can tell me. I, can yeah, I can't tell you. It's just one of those things where I thought, yeah, I'm never going to get through this. In my head, there's two times forward where I know that for a while, those same questions I asked myself back then, I'm going to ask myself now. Mm. And that's where time comes in. You just can't do it once and then be like, yeah, this doesn't work. Yeah. I have to keep doing it. I had to keep finding time with some of my friends. I had to keep finding time to game with the boys, to laugh with them, whatever, whatever. That's what helped me get out of it. And that's what helped me to forget those things. I know this time, I'm like, life is going to come to an end one day for everyone. Sad as it may sound. In my head, I know when I lose my parents or whatever I'm gonna probably feel like I wanna die too <laughs> True. but I know that life is not gonna happen it's I'm just gonna have to find a way as hard as it may be as huge as the block in front of me may be I'm gonna have to find a way to and it's so nice what you say that life doesn't wait so you just have to move cause ah that is so true it's not because the sun was too set when it's time to slow down for you to everybody would do it yeah but, but it doesn't sadly it doesn't and finally the ones that you and it's so crazy like the ones that you picked are the ones that I actually like I was like okay and you're yeah I was like these are the ones especially this one if people hate you you're, you're doing, doing good, good. You're doing so tell me that I'm not gonna lie mm. people a lot of people's opinions tend to it tends to trigger a lot of people. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. People can definitely hate you for the wrong thing. Mm. 
you can definitely be doing something very stupid. Stupid. And, and people be have a valid reason to hate you. Yeah. But there's just some people in your life that just... You can't you just them. You can just... You, you, you can tell that they don't like you, but you can't tell why. Mm. Whatever it is that you're doing that makes them not like you, keep doing it. Keep doing it. I've always said, I've, no matter, I've, I've met so many people, they might have confronted me, I might have confronted them, intentionally or unintentionally. And I'm like, look, if you don't like me, I get it. What, I want you to tell me what you don't like me for. for what yeah. am I doing that? And I told when I told them I'm gonna keep doing this. You <laughs> might as well hate me for life. And most of the times it doesn't even make sense. Most of the time it doesn't make sense. Most yeah. I found out that most people just hate you because most people hate you because they can't be you. You just mm. have something they don't have. And then you might as well just keep doing it. You might as well just keep doing it. Doesn't matter. Okay. So do you believe in the statement imaginary haters? Because sometimes I feel like because of the internet, some of us low key, nobody hates us. Some of us the have thing imagined is, right? the, thing <laughs> is, the thing is, the word hate mm-hmm. doesn't really, although it's a very common word to use, it I don't think people really understand what like, genuine hate means. Mm. To hate someone, every single thing they do, every single thing they do, every single bad thing that could possibly happen to them, if it did, you wouldn't care. That's what it means to hate mm. someone. If, uh, if something happens, if someone you you dislike if something absolutely destructive should happen to them and you feel like oh I feel a little bad you don't hate them you just yeah, dislike yeah. them somebody who hates them will not care so okay. I find that most people just dislike people but and they dislike them for very very different reasons mm-hmm. why? I don't know you find out why just keep doing it most, of the, most, of, most times you're doing a good thing when so what about indifference because if somebody really doesn't care about you if something bad happened to you they really wouldn't have any thought about it indifferent if i'm just indifferent about you so how can you separate somebody who's just indifferent you can and someone that hates you i think you can tell by mannerisms and just how they are around you compared to how they are on someone else how they treat you to how they treat someone else you can tell somebody doesn't like you in the blink of an eye Mm. it's not that hard if you smile when I'm you're looking at me and you look at someone and you're frowning, you don't like them. It's it's very, very, very like there's some common mannerisms that just you can just, you can just tell that okay, this person doesn't like me as much or doesn't like me at all compared to this person. Fine. What about pretenders? Because some people pretend, some people are very good at pretending. Mm. Yeah. Our, very good at pretending. our biggest haters are some of our friends too. Oh, the thing is Sometimes, like I said, people just envy you because they don't have what you have. Yeah. There's some people that might not have it when they get to experience it, even if it's a short while, then they tend to kind of, let me say, understand you more Uh, personally. So you think envy and hate, it's not really the same thing? No. Okay. Do you have any honorable mentions? From your list. Um, honorable mentions. Yeah. No, nah, I wouldn't say so. I think everyone there is pretty much what everyone. It's kind of everything I've said is possibly like a big circle that you can pull out yeah. things from. So. 
Yours sounds, your list sounds so like enlightened. I'm a person that's enlightened. And they know myself. Okay, um, so my list, what I picked was, um, surround yourself with intentional people. Yeah. The phrase, that's how I am, doesn't cut it. That's the first statement I chose. And then, dressing for the male gaze is setting you back. And I, I chose ghosting is necessary. Closure is an excuse to go back to bullshit. Um, yeah. I'm going to start with a funny one. <laughs> what do you mean by ghosting is necessary? Yes, ghosting is necessary. What do you say, Sean? And this one comes hand in hand with like the one where I say that sometimes um, bad mental health could ruin everything, right? I feel like when you surround yourself with people that are doing nothing for your mental health by just hurting you, yeah, things just start to go downhill slowly. You don't know how, and you don't notice it, but slowly, things slowly start to go downhill. Because have you ever been around people or been friends with people who just don't make you feel good? Like, and after you after you're done chilling with them, you go back home. You're like, yeah. that wasn't a nice experience. Yeah, <laughs> you have, right? I and I feel like for people like that, as much as ghosting is very childish, mm. like, because that's avoiding conflict and just... But how are you going to explain to somebody that... And I feel like if it's that... if I mean, if ghosting is what you have to do for you to be okay, do it. Not everybody needs an explanation. Especially in... This, this statement is coming from, um, from an instance where, like, you have tried explaining. Like, mm. when you do this, it doesn't make me... Yeah. Then I'm saying, by all means, do it. Ghost. Yeah. yeah. If a person doesn't seem to understand, you might as well. Yeah. Well. Do you believe in ghosting? Believe. You have seen my... Stop, bro. My Snapchat goes from days to weeks like this. How? Oh, so... Like, literally, if I open my Snapchat mm. right now, mm. if I open it right now, what you're gonna see is the first thing you see is even I even ghost my AI. How does that work? Exactly. I never challenge the first thing you see is one hour, two hours, three hours, four, ten, twenty, twenty one days, four days, four weeks, and this is just like two scrolls, dude. Okay, so are you so you're one of those people where, like, how does ghosting look like when you're saying that I've ghosted somebody? For you, says you stop replying. Ghosting this uh, to me, there's like two mm. there's ghosting when like. They just really isn't much to say. Mm. At that point, you time. don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. Mm. You don't have anything to say. So we mm. might not necessarily don't like each other, but, but just, there's just nothing to say. That's yeah. there. So when somebody sees that, I think you're ghosting. Mm. But then if you see the person in person, yeah, yeah, yeah. you catch up. You know, yeah. uh, then there's the ghost thing that everyone knows. If someone, if you just feel someone adding value to your life you might as well just you might as well just let it be some people take i don't know some people i i'm i'm different that people enjoy some people generally enjoy just you know finding out they haven't spoken to them for 20 weeks i just remove you from the thing entirely that's not my end you remove you from snapchat that's the same way everything if i have your number snap ig um I'm not looking, I'm looking That's the same way I am as well. Oh, and actually, the, when you just say it's, it's tying into what I was saying that um, closure is an excuse to go back to bullshit, right? Mm. It's really tying. It's going into into. I mean, it's going hand in hand like this. The fact that you just say that statement that I remove you, 
Because I'm the same way. If I'm being serious about ghosting somebody, <laughs> and guys, like, you have to understand, serious. Yeah. Right? If I'm being serious about ghosting somebody, I remove you from my Snapchat. I'm never gonna see, like, everything about you is wiped. Yeah. There's even if I have your phone number, I'm removing it from anywhere, and even the way that I got that phone number, I'm gonna delete that so that I can never go back to it. But when I'm not being serious, I just stop replying. And then if you decide to text, and I was playing games, mm. I start, and that's what, so that's what I was saying that like people that always want closure are the ones that like they're looking for an excuse to go back to the situation that they were dealing with. So what is the one thing that somebody can do to you? Mm. And you'd be like, ah, I'm ghosting you for real. Fake. And just pretend. And just wear it fake. Yes, just fake and pretend go hand in hand. That is something I can never deal with. No matter what, I can never deal with it. Mm-hmm. I can never handle the... I can never handle being around or just knowing someone who's... Fake, fake. That's one thing that once I see you, yeah, I'm gone. Yeah, you're never gonna speak. To Even me. if it's, it might be gradual. It might take me a little bit of a while. Yeah. It might be gradual, but I'm definitely gone, no matter what. And I feel like people don't talk about how sometimes it takes like a long time for you to remove somebody from your life. Yeah, it's, it's a process. Because, it's because it depends on the type of the type of person, the type of relationship you, you had. had. Yeah. That's why sometimes some levels of ghosting take longer it takes longer like it's that slow reply it's that slow sometimes you might sometimes you might remove them you might add them back mm. because of you just goes through that type of mm-hmm. stage but once you're finally done come to relation that yeah i'm done then that's yeah truly done okay and um the next statement i have is um surround yourself with intentional people the phrase that's how i am doesn't cut it so what i mean is um I do get that a lot of people that don't like texting, mm. don't like like maybe introverts or like yeah, basically let's use not liking to text as an example, right? Mm. But then let's say you have a friend, I mean you're friends with somebody that yeah. like likes the occasional text, like maybe once a week, like are you okay? Mm. And you know, they they point out to you that you not texting me makes me feel as if I'm a friend. And you answer me, that's how I am. I feel like you're not putting effort enough mm-hmm. in friendship. And in whatever relationship it is, I feel like you have to be intentional about the way. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Basically, put effort. I'm not saying go out of your way, but there's some little things that you can literally just Sometimes do for the other person. Yeah. I might not, like, you know. I might not have something to talk about to you every day, but. Just say, I'm just, just saying, like, like hey, you good. I'm checking up on you. That's all. Sometimes yeah. it's okay. So I understand that. Are there things that, like, um, when somebody, let's say, are there things that are non-negotiables in your relationships with people? Honestly, it's basically just what I said. Just be real. <laughs> One thing I always tell my friends is, two, was two things. But basically, go hand in hand. Mm. I need you to be real with me, first one. Mm. And just, I need you to talk. Okay. I don't, me, I'm, I've, come to this mindset that like I know for a fact I might not know everything I don't know everything mm. I'm closer to knowing nothing than I am to knowing everything Yeah. so if I'm doing something 
wrong or I've done something that you see is wrong or I've done something that makes you feel this way or that way, tell Talk to me. me about it. So okay. at least I can like think about what I'm gonna do, think on my actions before I actually take those actions. Yeah. I might do something now, you might tell me why oh, I didn't like that. How would I know if you I might do something right now, you might tell me, Oh, uh I don't like what you did. Oh, you told me in a way it's like you just stopped talking. Let's say I do something bad, for example, mm. and someone just stops talking to me, and then I let's say I confront the person. I'm like, what's going on? Why is this happening? What's going on? And mm. then you're like, oh, oh, I didn't like what you did. How would I know? It just goes to me. me. There's some things that I pick on myself. Yeah. Being around people talking, but there's some things I pick up in my own self that I know that. This person doesn't like, so I won't even do it. Again. But there's sometimes that just talking to that person, you talking to me and me talking, you just let me know, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. I feel like that's something that people don't talk about, like giving people grace. And what I'm saying that keep giving people grace is like, um, you know, we're human, right? So all of us maybe make mistakes. Well, everybody makes mistakes, and I feel like we're just in a situation. I mean, we're that type of generation that when somebody makes some mistake, cut off. Yeah, instead of like, yeah, people do that. they tend to just take one mistake. If you can cut someone off, uh, if you cut someone off, especially when you claim to have such a relationship, that wasn't. Really, I don't know what you to didn't call care it. About it. You don't really care about their relationship. Yeah. If it takes mm-hmm. one mistake, it it always depends on what the mistake. If there's some mistakes, that one that, is enough. That one is enough. Yeah. But if it's something that you can just talk about and be over with, mm. then that's no relationship. Relationships are bonds. And then I have um, dressing for the male gaze is setting you back <laughs> because I feel like there's so many things that we can wear. That would make us feel so much better than what we dress up. Or maybe like you have a sense of fashion in your own head, but you don't want to wear like that because guys say it's an ugly fit. <laughs> and I feel like if that's your reasoning for not wearing something, please like just go put it on, man. You feel good about your day. Yeah, yeah that's just that's just basic. It's just full stop. Like that's the way it sounded. That's what it means, you know. <laughs> And, um, yeah. Did I have another? Oh, I also said feminine energy or soft life is a myth. Soft life is a myth. Yeah. What do you mean? Okay, what I mean is, I feel like when um, when people associate soft life these days, it usually means, like, doing things that cost money. Or the mm. whole self-love or movement. It's doing things like going to the spa or what, 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 what. But people don't tie it down into basic things like cleaning your house showering when you don't feel like showering doing small things like that how those can tie into soft life or make more feeling good about yourself or self-love basically mm-hmm. that's why i say that um self-love is a myth a capitalistic myth basically just trying to say there's more things that go into it than just spending the money yeah, yeah. there are a lot of things that ugly things too that go into it <laughs> than spending your money so those are all that I really had, honestly. That's fine. Yeah. Oh, and I just want to talk about this as a person that has a lot of friends. I mean, not a lot of friends, but you have your friends. And I feel like you have a community of people, right? 
Yeah. yeah, you have a community of people, like your friends. Yeah. I keep the close. That's one thing about me as well. I'm never the type to have. I did it when I came here, and I regret it mm. now. But I'm never the type to have big circles. I know a lot of people, but not a big. Circle. But no, I don't have a big circle, and I never will. So the little friends that you have, would you say that's a, like a community? Your community. Mm, what would you say your community means? Okay. Um. So. I'm just taking that from the statement that I made that everyone needs love and community. So hyper independence is hurting you. So what I mean is, you know, there's some people who like don't want to don't want to trust anybody or don't want to lean yeah. on anyone's help, even though they're going yeah. through a lot. And as a person that has friends like tight friends, mm-hmm. how do you think? How has that helped you? Like, um, go through some bad trust moments. Like, the thing is, if everyone could everything by themselves well, that would be way easier for a lot of people yeah no matter how you slice it you need people in your life that's it you need people in your life so and I'm just I'm not talking about your family or family members mm-hmm. you just need, you need people. people in your life because those people could help you get to where you're supposed to get to where you dream of getting to exactly. you never know and they just help you do things that just will help you along the line of things that you do need in your life at that certain moment. Yeah. So with me, people in my circle, we all trust each other. Yeah. We all like. I don't think there's much we 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 really can't tell each other. Yeah. So like, it's just one. It's just one little tight spot between us. So yeah, we'll call it that. I feel like um, this is one thing that like makes me envy our parents' generation a lot. Like, yeah, you know how like our parents literally, you have an aunt, you have your friends' friends, you have your dad's friends, da da da. A group of people that you know that if something ever happened to your parents or your parents need help, they always had. I've never seen people so tight knit as my dad, his mm-hmm. friends, and his family. They are so tight knit that I'm like. They know how to. Like, I wonder how. Mm-hmm. I wonder what you must have gone through for you guys to, for you guys to get here. But I now I start know. to see the, the circle that I have now. You think it might be like that? I think one like let me just use let me use uh, maps as an example. Mm-hmm. Me and maps I've known him for what, mm. almost two years now. Maps is basically just he's basically a brother that just didn't come out the same room as me. <laughs> We agree on a lot of things. We don't agree on a lot of things. But I know and he knows that, like, we've got each other no matter what, no matter what happens. Yeah. So, it's just one of those things. That, and mind you, we've not known each other for long that time. long compared to some other people. Mm. But we just know. I don't need to see him. He doesn't need to see me necessarily. But mm-hmm. if he comes calling, he knows I'm going to show. It's good to have friends like that. So yeah, that's pretty much that's all I wanted to talk about today. Thank you for having me. No problem. I really appreciated this episode. Very insightful. I feel like I've gotten to know you more as a person. (laughs) No problem. So so yeah. Okay. Okay. So before we end this episode, what is your ick in people? 
You're gonna make me say the same thing over and over. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from fake friends, please. Like that nobody likes the, fake friends. That is the nobody likes fake friends. Like there's that's the biggest ick I can have. But nobody nobody like okay, besides that, let's give me examples of things that you find ick and friends and I'll tell you which one hurts me. What I so, would also just mention exactly. as well an intention of people. People that are not intentional. And, I and an intentional person can be seen as a fake friend. Yes. Whether you like you or not, everything you say is a slice of a fake friend. <laughs> so, what I said still stands. Yeah, fake people. No, we don't like fake friends, we please. We don't <laughs> like fake friends. Simple as. <laughs> Alright, man. Yeah, man. Okay, so this is the episode where we don't take ourselves and life too seriously. Which is so crazy that both of us had don't take um, don't take life too seriously. Nope. nope. 